Is this it, priest? The Pope's new army? A few crusty bitches and a handful of ragtags? I know, Bill. You swore this was a battle between warriors, not a bunch of Miss Nancy's. So warriors is what I brought. The O'Connell Guard! The Blood Ugly! The Cartel! challenge of the so-called natives. You plague our people at every turn. But from this day out, you shall plague us no more. For let it be known that the hand that tries to strike us from this land shall be swiftly cut down. Then may the Christian Lord guide my hand against a Roman popery. Prepare to receive the true Lord. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I tell the audience at large, I only use that intro on special occasions. That's one of my sacred ones. You know something good's going to happen when you, when you started with that? Yeah, you're here and I It's the like tiger. NICU. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know good stuff's coming. Yeah, so like when you go out and you sign a couple of world-class Irish footballers to a team that you just started seven months ago, you're getting the Gangs of New York intro. Erin so, Gobra. Erin Gobra. So with that, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, everybody. Nick and Drew back in the saddle again. You know, I was like starting off with a little Atlantic City football club talk. So that was uh, dedicated to Shane McFall, who we just signed, as well as Sean Russell to this uh, this fine club who were born not rightwise here in this <laughs> fine land, but overseas in Ireland and had distinguished careers. And now they're going to be That's joining who is our a fine land. team here. Yes, it is. And who my uh, ancestors are. Well, I tried. I tried. Fine I tried there. to tell everybody that like both of our mothers' maiden names are Irish. So like you know, we well, might it's great too because I'm names, half Irish, but... half Italian, and we got Mario Mastra Angelo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, the Irish kids coming in. I mean, yeah, it's well, great. McFall's not a kid, but nonetheless, no, he's, no, but, he is. No. Uh, he is a welcomed addition, and I urge all of you to go check us out online and see what we are building here in Atlantic City. Is because... anyone younger than you a kid though? Can you call yeah, anybody I guess. Like at, at I guess. some point? Yeah, I could call older people. I still though. call my cousins kids. Oh, yeah. Kids. Uh, I, know, point, I know your cousins. Point. They're kids. Yeah, yeah right. Um, all right. So a lot to get to in the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Always good. But check it out. AtlanticCityFC.com. Hop on the train, folks, if you haven't done so already. We're getting that buzz. But Yeah, uh, check out the player cards. And woo, great. It's exciting stuff. Nick, I'm going to start you off with a gem. You know I love it when I find gems. Oh, yeah, man. There's nothing better than a trivia gem, right? Oh, I, I got <laughs> a lot of them. I got a lot of them. just like, oh, this is going to be great. Oh, I couldn't 
wait to tell you this. This this is my. I was like, really? flame grilled, man. That was flame my grilled. <laughs> I rephrased it on that. I know. That, I don't know if you saw that, but I rephrased that on one in one of the versions of the quiz as far as how I asked that question because you asked it as a true or false. I just asked it. What fast food chain released a scent called Flame Grilled? Okay, and I, I and I, love I did that. the true or false version just to get people I, I, to be I like, "You've got King to and be the word kidding me." Flame are like synonymous. Sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because they broiled. they claim that stuff is flame broiled. Now I'd like to go back and see what actually is. Go- I Fried. believe they're painting uh, black stripes on the burgers or I something. Think they before are. they I cook think them. we were pretty sure that they get microwaved and painted on them, but, <laughs> but that's hyperbole. We don't know. We don't know. It's a legend, folks. It's a legend. All right, so I'm going to ask you this: spelled with an F, what are you buying in Spain if you purchase Philadelphia? Spelled with an F, so all Fs, by the way. F-I-L-I-D-E-P-F-I-A. Philadelphia is worth 50 bucks. Philadelphia if Spain, in Spain? If you're in Spain and you buy Philadelphia with an F, what are you purchasing? Uh, let's see. We start off with Well, the, with the, the city of brotherly love. I mean, Philadelphia. Delphia. City... I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> you are buying cream cheese, Nick. Oh, cool. Philadelphia cream cheese. They just call it Philadelphia. It's gone. They don't call it cream cheese over Spain, there. It's huh? They just call it Philadelphia with an F. All right. If you just want, can I have toast with Philadelphia? They're going to spread cream cheese on your thing. Now, here's the interesting thing. So if you thing. get a sushi roll over there, is it still called the, uh, sushi isn't it the Philadelphia, Philadelphia roll with the cream cheese and the salmon? I'd like to know the extent of it, but Philadelphia with that. So here's what's interesting, all right? Where's Philadelphia cream cheese from? Uh, if I had to lay odds on this, I would say it's a Kraft product. Well, it was acquired by Kraft a million years right. after, okay. which was acquired by different. Oh, companies. you're but saying so like where did it, it originate? Where was it produced originally. originally? Sure. They called it Philadelphia cream cheese. Right. I'm gonna say Brooklyn, upstate New York. Okay. <laughs> so how the hell did it become called Philadelphia cre- Cream Cheese? Well, that's why you tune into the Quiz for Trivia podcast, because I'm going to tell you the history of cream cheese here, okay. folks. So got? it's based off of some European cheese that I can't even pronounce with a K. You could go look it up, but it's a hardened version. This guy gets over here and says, all right, I'm going to figure out this smooth way to make this cheese so that it's easier to— Was it developed for the bagel? <clears throat> I mean, you know, it was upstate New York in the 1850s, so I don't know what was going I mean, on in just... terms of— it's 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 just a product that it's almost useless right. to me except for on the bagel. So this guy who owned a, a company, a, distri- a cheese distribution company, saw this this smooth cheese, this creamed cheese, right, and was like, "Problem with it is the marketing's not good. No one's buying it. It's it's bad marketing." Yeah, you can't call it smooth cheese, right? Creamed <laughs> creamed cheese was what they called it. It just didn't have a good ring. So no. he said the best dairy in the entire United States is known a hundred percent to come from. Philadelphia. Oh, like Lancaster just area? Like, right. Just like that was the dairy capital of the world in the 1850s. Genius. And the guy like said... Wisconsin, uh, Vermont cheddar that's right. or... So the guy said, I'm going to make it Philadelphia cream cheese. And boom. Boom. Started selling out like and never was produced in Philadelphia. It's always been produced in upstate New York. That's great. So there you go. And now it's made it to Spain with just an F and you can order yourself some Philadelphia. So what do you got for me? You got... Get some uh, food trivia to start you off here. All right. Um, I don't think I have anything food related, but uh, I can start you off with multiple choice. I'm good with that. T 
Boone Pickens. I know him. Yeah. Is sure. that a fictional literary character, an oil tycoon, oil or tycoon. a blues guitarist? <laughs> T. Boone Pickens went to Oklahoma State University. <laughs> he almost tried to you run know for T. president. Boone. I know T. Boone very well. All right. Oh, I know all about Doesn't it. Doesn't it sound like a blues guitarist? Sure it does. T. Boone Pickens. I had like to go blues, blues guitarist. guitarist, oil tycoon, and then I needed just another one, so I, you know, I kind of just. Well, I know him, so like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I knew him before he asked the question. I was like, "What about him?" Yeah. <laughs> but I can still picture. Now, he, now it's interesting about him. So, oil tycoon, he started to have this uh, big uh, solar push. Uh, so he was huge on solar and wind, and trying to push that as the next form of energy, despite his leanings to be an oil baron. But he's. Uh, I believe Oklahoma State University men's football team plays in T. Boone Pickens Stadium. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah, he's he's not a uh, poor guy. No, no. Um, all right. I got uh, plenty, plenty for you here today. Um, hmm. I will go with this one. I'm going to give you a multiple choice back. You ready? Okay. Jailhouse Rock, Love Me Tender, or Viva Las Vegas? Which Elvis song was also his first movie? Love Me Tender. Love Me Tender, 1956. Nick is all yes. over it. Absolutely. My favorite Eddie Murphy joke is when he used to talk about Elvis. Did you ever hear that? No. It's like Elvis could not act, so they just had him sing his lines. Okay. It's like everybody's acting around him, and they're like— Was it in Delirious or Raw? Was it yeah, one it of those? Yeah, it was in Delirious. Okay. It was like, yeah, El- it's ringing a bell, but I just can't remember. Elvis, we're going to win this race. We're going to win this race. <laughs> <laughs> so like everything he said was in song, and they just were like, all right, we're just going to work with it. Actually, I do have something food-related, kind of. All right. Named for a traditional American dish, the founders ate at their first meeting. What is the oldest theater organization in the United States? I'll say it again for you. Named for a traditional American dish, the founders ate at their first meeting. What is the oldest theater organization in the United States? I have a better a chance. I have but... a better chance of getting this from figuring out the food than I do the theater organization of the United States. Sadly, but like. Some some vegetable medley comes to mind. Some squash medley. I just can't remember the name of what the heck it's called. I can give you some clues. All right. Corner. Five. I think five U.S. presidents were involved in this organization. Skull and Bones? Nope. It's not a theater organization. <laughs> the Kennedy. Uh... But you're on the right track. <laughs> right. I was like, we ate the Skull and Bones at the. Uh... <laughs> That's interesting. The, the first cannibal. Traditional American dish. <laughs> right. Skull and Bones. Yeah. What do you like with your skull and bones? It's one of those. I don't even know what is in this dish. It's not something a, you've, you've you've heard before, but I really don't know. I'm just done. Conan O'Brien is not a fan of this group. Ringing any bells? Nope. All right. So Harvard has a theater organization. Oh, not Lampoons. Nope. Oh, different. They're, they're called the Hasty Pudding Club. Okay. Never heard of it. No. Okay. There totally, you go. That's totally. the oldest uh, theater organization. But I know Lampoon US. started at Harvard, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Okay, National, like Lampoon. There's a uh, the there's a doc about National Lampoons. I think it's on, might be on Netflix. I'd like to see it. that. I've been uh, wanting to square up. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive it started at Harvard, so that's where I went. I was like, I don't remember people eating a Lampoon either. So I gave a lot of bad answers there. So I apologize for that. Um, what no world famous motorcycle festival takes place in South Dakota, Nick? Hmm. All right. What world famous motorcycle festival takes place in South Dakota? Duh. This I know. It's called. All right, it's called uh, Sturgis. Sturgis, yes, not Sturgis. the Bulls Balls Festival. <laughs> totally different thing. What is uh, Sturgis named after? That's interesting. Yeah, I think it's a city. Is it? The, it's the largest. Oh, it's it's held in Sturgis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think right, that makes sense. I think it's a city. Alexa, what's the population of Sturgis, South Dakota? 
Well, it's not a big town, but I guess maybe up there that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we got over 6,000 people here. <laughs> I ain't trying to brag. We got 6,000. 6, there's less than half of them are women. I'll tell you, that's one of those things I never had the desire to go to. No. As much as I've not liked to check off the bucket list of not things. Not at this stage like, in my life. Uh, yeah. There, oh, were, no, there no. were points in time where I would have considered that, but this is not There was I'm points in time where I would literally just go anywhere. So right. I was like, you want to go, dear? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, Sounds no, great. I ain't never done it. I'll do it. But at this point, I think my Sturgis days are over. All right, I got one left in general knowledge. Actually, yeah. I got well, one left. Let me left. give you something then, because you gave yes. me that one. Yep. What company announced a series of changes for this year's Academy Awards to avoid a repeat of last year's epic flub? So who does their like? Is it Price Waterhouse Cooper? Yeah, you got that, it. That does their yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. How did those guys keep the, that job? I don't know. I mean, that is they, one they of those. New, I'm sure they got a new guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they got a new guy. But I would just go had one job. <laughs> what is it called? Like the Big Four? Well, it used to be the Big Five. Yeah, it was like now the Big Three. Now was, one. Is there only one left? Yeah, that's why know. they got it. It's like Price Waterhouse Cooper Levin. There used to be Arthur know. Anderson or something. Yeah, KPMG. Right. KPMG Cooper Levin. It's just yeah. it's one big firm now at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm throwing in our own. That could be a trivia question coming up soon, too. What, what are we down to with those accounting firms? Sure. And like I said. Pretty sure my brother-in-law works for one the of big them. big one. Oh, good maybe, for or him. Maybe he used to. I don't know. All right. So uh, you know what I love? I love 50-50 questions that are just oh, going to yeah, be great conversation. Like you just have no idea. Oh, it's the greatest. I also love, well, I don't know how to. Put this gently as far as, like, reputations goes. But, like, sometimes a city just gets a reputation. You know what I mean? And, like, you want to know. Like, are they full of it? Or is this, like, the reality of that city? You know what I mean? Oh, you like, got you to gotta have to example, sum that up for me a little bit We better. went and visited Compton once. The reputation is Compton's the worst place you've ever gone to in your life. It was lovely. We drove around. <laughs> was it lovely? Nice people. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, there were strip malls. People were hanging out. It's like certainly wasn't. We were there at the two ex- o'clock in the afternoon. I understand that, but it's not like you get off the exit and they start mowing you down. You right. know, if you, it, what was so, that movie with uh, Dennis Leary where he like takes a wrong turn? Oh, I love that movie. Uh, something about night, maybe, or it was like game fight night or game night. I, or I don't something. know, but man, that's something. what I always picture. Yeah, it's like Jer- if you get Jeremy off the exit, Piven. you're immediately right. You're just, just fighting for your life to right, get back. You don't, on the like highway. the police won't find you. Like yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. So that is a good movie. Yeah. So like, that uh, is a good movie. What, like Eight Mile in Detroit. Right, 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 right. right. Like that. Okay. So like, I think about this city, and I think, all right, well, are they full of it or not? So I'm going to ask you this question: Does the city of San Francisco recycle more or less than half of its waste each year? Well, I I would think that they would be above the national average, but just because. People from San Francisco, I'm going to go under on this one. Right. You figure people will be like, oh, they're asking me this because it's not true. But give it up for San Francisco. They they do it, huh? 68% of all their waste is recycled in San Francisco. What a number. So setting the stage to be like, hey, we walk our walk. What a number. 68%. That's very impressive. The national average isn't even half that. So Okay. So they are above the national average, but they're double the national average. So they are really... Man, imagine, like, throwing a bottle in a trash can in San Francisco. Excuse me! <laughs> Excuse me, what did you just do? I wonder what, like, Poland spring water sales are. They don't I, even sell them. Everybody's like, got their own so water bottle. About yeah. it. Like, remember that show you put uh, me on to, uh, Red Oaks? Yeah. Right, so, like, uh, you know, Alexandra Sasha, I think is her name. The Sounds uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So she's huge into, like, environmental protection and all this different stuff. So she's trying to, like, live the life, right? Like, really, like, save on everything. And, and she has, instead of a waste bin, she has something the size of half a coffee cup that she puts all her waste in. And she's trying to not exceed that per month. Oh, my god! Can you imagine <laughs> living like Dude, that? I have a 100-gallon trash can that I fill, I up, fill every up every single week. week. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. And I buy, like, nothing. I don't know how I, I do it. I just feel so but... bad for her because I'm like, there's people out there that are just animals that just don't <laughs> care at all. And you're making all this effort to bend over backwards to save. And, like, people have outdone what you just did to, in, like, an afternoon. Like, yeah. all your month wasted in one afternoon. Wow. But, you know, you got to applaud the effort. Well, Amazon is not helping. Oh, no. Because I'm not a big Amazon shopper. I just don't shop that much. But, man, my wife's got, like, a box on the front porch every day. Oh, and I that stuff Amazon. just fills up. And yeah, it's the, the packaging and the packaging and the packaging. I'm like, like, oh, my he's God. Like, I get so excited when I see the Amazon box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, I want it. Just give me my things and don't let me talk to people. <laughs> so... I like that. All right, you got any others? I have one more in the general knowledge world. Yeah, I've got a lot. I'm just sports. sort of figuring out how I want to. You want something real tough? Oh, man, I got I got some good ones too. That I guess I'm not done with. Uh, I'm gonna see if you can figure this one out. Uh, it's not really your wheelhouse, but I'm gonna see if you, see if you can get this. What animal takes the longest annual migration? What animal takes the longest annual migration? We're talking sea or land. Or air, I, it, it's total. But this is air. This happens go to go goose. All right, so Canadian geese, maybe the word. Although they won't get the hell out of our area. The word in this is what house like. So what's the furthest away from the equator? Okay, right, the Arctic. Sure. So Penguins? can you can you think of a bird that's got Arctic in its name? A crane. The Arctic tern yeah. takes the longest annual migration. Just, just tough. No chance. I would done. Okay, yeah, that was I, tough. I, I can tell you folks that ain't making the easy version. No, 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 no. That, it was tough, like I said. All right, here, I'll throw one back at you. Who's okay. the first U.S. president to attend Harvard? Talked about Harvard earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I almost yeah. made this right. like a bonus question because there's been like six presidents that went to Harvard. Yeah, I think I know this. I'm just, did he go to Harvard? So I figured you could probably. I want to say it's John Adams. It is John Adams. All right, cool. Yep, absolutely. Because his son Adams, went John there. Quincy Adams. Yep. Then the Roosevelts. The Roosevelts, And yes. See, I just looked up the Hastings Puddings Club. Right. And the five presidents that were in it, I think, were Adams, Quincy, the two Roosevelts, and Kennedy. There you go. Those so are the five Harvard guys. But Obama, too, if you count. Uh, law school. Law school, right. So, uh, yeah, there's an interesting one. Did um, you see what um, – this cracked me up. Who announced that they're going to retire after a 300-date farewell tour? Like, dude, you're not retiring. You still have 300 shows to do. You might not live through that. Rolling Stones? Elton John. 300 shows. He's only got 300 shows left. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Once I get through these 300, it's I'll tell you what over. we should do. This is what we should do. We should all agree. Once a band announces their farewell no tour, to if they season. come back... Let it don't go. Like the Who have a retirement tour every year. They go out on their farewell it's, it's tour. Ridiculous. <laughs> but they genuinely are on borrowed time. You know, Same no, but it's stuff. just it's not fair because these tickets they go for five hundred bucks know, or something. Ridiculous. You want to see them one last time, and then 
boom, they're around uh, they are the next year. And it's then like, there's some guys. Did you go to the farewell the, tour? The real, the real geniuses are the uh, ones that don't announce it at all and just leave. <laughs> you know, whether they die or not, that's a different but issue. But how egregious to announce a 300-date tour. That is egregious. <laughs> that is ridiculous. 300-date tour. Is he like a 70-year-old man? This, I'm done. Right. After these 300 this, this is my favorite. I really wish we could kind of bridge the gap between this and geography history. We still have sports to do, but it's a number 10 that I'm going to ask, and it's one of those just amazing number 10s that I think uh, will be so much fun. Okay, great. So I got to get 10? You're, 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 you're making me do that work? No, I got paper here. I'm no, good. no, but I, I think you'll be able to rattle a bunch off, and like you know, it, it's it's a fun conversation nonetheless. So let me ask you a question. Objectively speaking, how do you quantify a state's intelligence? What's the what's the easiest yes. way in your mind to quantify the intelligence of yes. a state? This is interesting because when they do it and I look at what they use and it's mostly they measure it, I think, based on how far you go in education. So, so like the percentage of people with high school diplomas, the percentage of people. In this case, with... this is the 10 U.S. states with the lowest college graduation rates okay. among their citizens. So, so it's just college. Just college. So if you graduated college, yes. If you didn't graduate college, no. no. Correct. So, And these are the 10 lowest? Yes. So right. these are essentially the 10 dumbest right. states we'll in the United look. States of America. No offense All right, that's... to any of you. <laughs> Let's go. But Let's... but I'm but I'm telling you what well, the specific criteria. Oh, right. <laughs> there's because there's always three. Boom. They a, make Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi. All on the list. Okay. So we'll start with that area. Sure. Next we'll move up to Arkansas. Yeah, on the list. <laughs> West Virginia. Number one. So five out of five. Number much effort. One. You're five. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> five out of ten. All off the all off the board. Plus number one already. Now some of the others are a little bit more of a feel. Right? Yeah, yeah, because you really can always are. get those five whenever you have yeah, a question like this. I think this. there's one more home run. No one's ever accused the state of having any smart people. In really? It. Yes. All right. Guaranteed. They did not jump out to me. No, this one will jump out to you. It's used in when you like try to give an analogy of stupid people. This is usually where you go to. What are you from there? That's and unfortunately really? not true. Really, really, it's a lovely state. And to my listeners in there, I love you all. It's got a lot of merits. We've been there. We like it. Are you pushing me towards Tennessee? That's on the list. Okay, number ten, but that's not the okay. one I was. That's not the one you're talking about. No, but I got all. six out of six. Not at all. I, I don't even consider yeah, Tennessee's number ten. So they're just they're trying yeah. to get out of that. Right, right. They got Nashville. Right. They're trying to push it's away one of the from best the cities, number ten. One of the best yeah. cities in the country. All uh, right. Yeah, so but, but this state's number three. So got four and, guesses and left. It's behind West Virginia and Mississippi. So uh, you know when you're number three, that means you're dumber than Arkansas, dumber than Alabama. Dumber than Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, I would go with this one, but it just there's so many colleges there. Uh, I'm not going to get 10 out of 10 anyway, probably, so I'll just say Florida. Nope, not yeah, There's so many colleges in Florida. Uh, no, Florida's doing great. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Plus, everybody smart guess. goes there because you have money. Yeah. Right, so it's warm weather. There's just there's a part of Florida. If you go five miles yeah, off the water in Florida, we've lived there. It's Remember? a whole different. We, 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 whole we different. spent like five weeks driving up and down that area, living yeah. out of a trailer. Right. I saw a lot of things. Remind me of college. Pull out a safe. Yeah. Ask us if we had the equipment to help him open it. Yes, and we're like, what do you mean? He's like, I just jumped out of a moving truck because me and my girlfriend stole the safe. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah something, something insane. Story. Like, can you, do you have any hammers and 
Yeah. If he hopped the fence at the trailer park. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. I, I came back with, like, food, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's our buddy who stole the safe and is trying to get us. To- no, I wasn't that excited about that guy. I was no. I was like, I couldn't wait for you to get back because I was like, at least we have the car. We can run get this guy over right, if right, he right. pulls a gun or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. I was pretty nervous about him, actually. right in the car. Yeah, sure. All right. As well see. you should have been. Uh, how about up. Wyoming on the list? Nope. Oh, man. That surprises me. So you need people to actually qualify. So, like, they don't even have any people. Yeah. Um, starting to th- South Carolina? Nope. I got one guess left. I'm missing your state. Yeah, I can't believe you're missing my state. We have such history here. And you've even heard them speak. And you're like, I have no idea what that guy just said to me. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky. Over to three. Alms, baby. <laughs> what did he just say to me? <laughs> All right. Seven out of ten with a little help. So the ones that are that you missed? Yep. Really surprising. Indiana. Never would have guessed it. Nevada. Mmm. Strippers don't go to college. Strippers don't go to college. (laughs) But bookmakers do. New Mexico. I thought about New Mexico. Yep. I thought about New Mexico, but, you know, I'm thinking that Santa Fe area is on its way up. I I don't know. I I definitely thought I almost pulled the trigger on. If I didn't get Kentucky. Louisiana's doing better than New Mexico, so they got that going for them. So if New Mexico ever tries to talk smack to so Louisiana. That's Texas bookended right there. Louisiana and New Mexico. Yep. So West Virginia, Mississippi, Kentucky, Arkansas, Alabama, New Mexico, Louisiana, Nevada, Indiana, and Tennessee. The dumbest states in the United States, everybody. Well, according to college. According to how graduation do college. That doesn't mean anything. It might mean something. Okay. Let's uh, move to sports. Sounds good. Uh, the... Uh... Ooh, I got one gem. So Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles all played at what for what team last year? What? Yes. Yeah. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Case Keenum and Nick Foles all played for the Rams. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I knew That's that. pretty crazy. He had three <clears throat> playoff quarterbacks. And that team was terrible last year. How bad of a coach? Could Jeff Fisher ever get a job again? So there's, I, th- I think there's four guys that all played on Michigan State at the same time. And I think Foles, Cousins. Um, oh, yeah, and that other guy. Stanton? Stan- no, no, no. Stanton's way, okay. way, 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 way older. But That's uh, the guy I was thinking. Foles, Cousins, the fourth rounder for the Raiders. There, there was, there's more. <sighs> So Michigan State, you know, gotcha, a lot of good quarterbacks. But yeah, Foles transferred to Arizona. That's where he finished his, his career. That's what, I remember him being from, from Arizona. Okay, yeah, yeah. he transferred because of Cousins? Yep. Um, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a very good one. So yeah, yeah, uh, Rams last year. But no, that was a bad coaching job for sure. Um, I don't know if I want to hit you with uh, the hind this early. So I hit it with I'm the hind. I think I'm going to give you uh, this one before we get to the, the last one here. Um, <clears throat> surprisingly... This player and not Wayne Gretzky scored the most goals in the 1990s. You like how I phrase that? Because if I asked it any other way, the answer would be Wayne Gretzky all over the page. Yeah, so just say it one more time. Surprisingly, Surprisingly. this player and not Wayne Gretzky scored the most goals during the 1990s. Well, we've talked about this before where it's either Gretzky or Lemieux. But I'm going to say it's not Lemieux. It is. He retired much earlier. Right. So I'm going to go with Hull. Brett Hull? Yeah. You got it. Now. Y- y- if you didn't give me Gretzky, 
I'm not getting that right. No, if everybody would have put Gretzky yeah. if I didn't say right in here, it isn't Wayne Gretzky. But he scored all I'm those so goals in the 80s. I'm so sick of the hockey questions that end in Gretzky that I just, like, I'm trying to find other. Yeah, you know, it's it's just so hard. Right. He, he, it's so he's hard. Best. He's so dominant. People are like, oh, who's the best athlete in any sp- in their sport? It's, like, not even close. The answer is it, Wayne Gretzky. It really hurts hockey time. trivia altogether. I mean, yeah. I'm limited to. I limit myself to pretty much one hockey question a week, max. I would even say Gretzky is more impressive than Jordan in terms of what he meant to his sport. Because well, Cowherd was just talking about that. He said in team sports right now, there's a two, there's two people, the greatest teammates, you know, team sports. And if Brady wins this, he would be number one over Jordan. But you got to throw Gretzky. I in think there. Gretzky's number one over uh, over individual. The difference is. Brady's achievements aren't so monumental from an individual level. It's just about how he wins all the time. That's the difference. His statistics aren't so far above everyone else's statistics that it just makes your mouth like a, what is this guy? It's just he never loses. So that's the difference. Like, Gretzky didn't win that much. He went to plenty of teams, and he didn't win. Yeah, well, so, he won a lot early. Yeah, well, yeah, he 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 did what he, he did. He did what Brady did early, but then Brady has managed to... Keep doing it and keep... Do it know, later on in his 40, career. 40, he's about to win back-to-back Super Bowls, if unless these uh, Eagles... I mean, can you believe that we're dealing with real-life Rocky? That's really what we're looking at. We're looking at... The underdog We're looking at story. Rocky versus Apollo Creed. That is exactly... I mean, the Patriots... Well, that's what Brady, I'm worried... I'm worried about Brady. the fact that the Eagles feel like they already went the distance... And no, I disagree. I feel like they they there's no one who likes Tom Brady. My favorite tweet I think I <laughs> there's ever no seen, one that, no, that likes Tom fa- Brady. I I I I I you can't tell you can't convince me that you like Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I just won't I refuse to believe it. Uh unless I think from, people who are marginal football fans like him because they feel like wow, this guy's still doing it. So there's this 40, there's this kid holding up a poster and it says uh 15 years old, 10 championships. Right, fifteen and years old, ten, 10 championships. championships, and he's holding up a thing with the Red Sox, the Patriots, and the Bruins, and all the championships. Oh, right, yeah, Boston man. Oof, what, so what, somebody what tweeted that? out from Philly, "I want nothing more than to prevent this monster from getting his 11. It's <laughs> 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 just this twelve-year-old. You know, if you need look, any motivation oh, in life, it's gone everywhere. Keep this monster away from a title. That's, That's funny. Absolutely." All right, so I got something good for you. Good. Since the Super Bowl began, mm-hmm. name the five teams that have been to ten championships. Okay. Since the Super Bowl began, name the five teams. And this is in the, the I'm sorry, AFC, this is four AFC. major. No, 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 no. Four major pro sports. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you say the Super Bowl, everyone's only going to think football. No, no, I got you. I, okay. miss, I, I said it wrong. Okay. Yeah, in the four major pro sports. Okay. Since the Super Bowl began, name the five teams that have played in ten, ten championships. championships so right, so it's either Super Bowl, World Series, right, right, right. And, yeah, not conference championships. Okay. So I, I should be able to get this pretty easily. Um, <clears throat> since the Super Bowl began, okay, so let's start with the Celtics. You got it. Lakers. Yes. Yankees. Three for three, quickly. Patriots. So they just qualified for their 10th. Yep. So we got four. Who is the fifth? And this is going to be a three for 10, all five for sure. 20 variety. So if you can you can double up with this one here. Red Wings. Right sport, wrong team. Really? Yep. Oh, I thought they went on the... 
the most? Canadians? Yeah, Canadians. Yeah, because that earlier run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Nicely done. All right. You got me right sport, wrong team. And I was like, all right, I'll figure that out. But, hey, I'll take four out of five. Uh, I got another fiver for you. Okay. And this is worth 50 points. This is a gem. Ready right. for another gem? I've been throwing them out today. There are five teams in the NFL that have never retired a player number. Who are they? Wow, that is tough. Ten points each. Okay. And I find that amazing. Is it so? The oh, right, ten points each. Yes. So it's just all right. So I'm, I'm just going to rattle off the Houston Texans. Yep. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And the Carolina Panthers. Nope. Okay. Two for two, three. Two for three. So you got 20 points. Already off to a good start. Hmm. Man, it's, it's hard to think of a team that has just had nobody. <laughs> One of these, I, I will say this. The other three have had plenty of somebodies. It's their team's choice. That they right. don't retire that players. That just makes it tough. Yeah. So, all right, I'm not going to waste tons of time then trying to be logic. Tampa Bay. No, I, nope. I know they retired. No, why I even say that? Uh, last guess, I'll go with the Lions. Nope. So the Raiders, they were the most notorious because Al Davis never believed in having a player be above the team, right? That was his whole his whole mantra. So you can wear Howie Long's number, huh? Yeah, whatever. Um, the Cowboys, which is incredible considering <laughs> the talent that they've had, and the Ravens. So, all right. You know, they had Ray Lewis. They got us. I think they built a statue to him, but didn't retire his number. So, yeah, all right. You know, I mean, fascinating. Let's see how people do. I, I don't know. I don't know how you. Well, I think the Texans and Jaguars are what people will get, and then it's just a free for all in terms of guessing because the Texans and Jaguars have no. I mean, the, the Raiders and the Cowboys would be the last teams I would guess. Right. Well, that's why it's fifty. Just haven't been to their stadium to see that there's no. You would just kind of have to. Well, I guess like has anybody worn Aikman's number since Aikman? No idea. Or kind of like oh, like Michael Irvin's number. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Des, right? Doesn't Des wear Michael Irvin's summer? Yeah. Was, so. was Irvin 81? 88. Oh, 88. Yeah. Right. All right. So there you go. Maybe that's how they'll figure it out. There you go. All, All right. right. Do you, one more before uh... we move on to. Okay. Yeah, we've gotta, we got to plow through this. Got meetings to get to. All right. I got a, I got a tough one for you, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's fun. Major League Baseball, most games played without a World Series appearance. This is the most games played in Major League Baseball, but never reaching a World Series. That ain't easy. It's not easy, and especially, like, uh, my guess on this was actually fifth on the list. I'll tell you, I guessed Ernie Banks. Cause I oh, was like player. A... I, th- I thought you meant team. Oh, okay. Nah, I have no prayer. Just, I'm not the ultimate there. compiler. Rafael Palmaro. Oh, okay. Good He's for one. You, King Rafael. Griffey Jr., number two. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Griffey Jr. never, never played it in a World Series. Series. It's, it's criminal. Yep. Absolutely criminal. Um, all right, let's move on. Geography, history. Did uh, did a lot of sports there. Um, I'm only going to give you a couple of uh, these because we've got to sort of move through this pretty all quickly. Uh, you might have seen this before, so I, I don't know if you know this or if you just want to take a guess, but this is a good true or false one. True or false, there is a town named Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. <laughs> no, no, false. It's true. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Alexa, <laughs> is... what's the population of Spread Eagle, Wisconsin? 
<laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't believe you either. She's, she's with me. That is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Alexa, is there what's an the ass in the air, Kentucky? Spread eagle. <laughs> what, is, what, what is? How could you? Oh man, he got the oh, no. definition of spread eagle up on the screen. Oh no, it's doing? there. Oh, it's there. Yeah. What's the population? Spread eagle. It's One? a unincorporated ah. Florence County. <laughs> unincorporated. All the way up here. Look in the corner of Wisconsin, <laughs> all the way in like the nether regions. Like this is all frosted. <laughs> is it by Green Bay? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Look, you could go to uh you could go to this place in <laughs> the only place. <laughs> it's the only a... place. Wow. That Groceries, is like... ice, liquor, souvenirs, eggs. That eggs looks has its own sign. Straight out of a horror movie, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> what happens? It's like, it's like wait, there's a kid missing. I'm going eagle, right to Lakeview Park. Spread Eagle, to, Wisconsin. Yeah, all of you go Wikipedia, spread eagle Wisconsin, and look at the place we're staring at right now. The grocery store at Lakeview Park. I got them a, a nice Ford uh, SUV, though, there. Wow. Party. Uh, I, I don't know. All right. Tell me the first city in the world to reach a population of one million people. Rome. Yeah, Rome. 5 BC. Absolutely. I knew that quick. one. Um, all right. I got a better one for you. What month did the t- It's not a better one. It's actually a worse one. What month did the Titanic sink? What month? Yeah, yeah, any idea? Yeah, I think I do know this. I think most people know this. Do they? Ironically. Yeah, I don't know. I knew it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'll ask it that way. I know it was either March, April, or May. April. Oh, what? I was going to say April. What did you... You said it's either March, April, or May. I told you, we got to cut through this. we got a meeting to get there. We're not getting ready at any time here. No time to think. What else you got? Let's see. Uh, You're getting a short podcast today, folks, because of uh, soccer. Sorry. All right, I'll give you this one. In uh, sorry, in uh, 1997, who became the highest ranking female official in U.S. history? Janet Reno. Madeline Albright, oh, Secretary, Secretary of State. State. Why did I say I, I rushed to? You're just rushing. Yeah. Well, I told you, I'm in a rush. <laughs> All right, let's move to entertainment then. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm in a rush. All Sorry. Right. Top of the Heap was a spinoff do. from what show? Oh, Married with Children. Yes. I oh, you love got... Top of the you Heap. Did? Oh, my You're God. You're the one. Joey Tribbiani, dude. Yeah. That was Matt LeBlanc's yeah. smart. Yeah. So he and his dad played these, like, this, like, really dirt poor cup, like, you know, single father. Yeah, top of the thing. heap. Yeah, like, top of the heap, right. Yeah, not, and, the good, and not the good heap. It was, it was hysterical. Like, imagine Al Bundy's best friend who's an even bigger loser than he could ever hope to be. That was the sales pitch. So they were like high school buddies. Al's the successful Right, one. he looks up to Right, Al. he looks up <laughs> right. to Al. Like, Al, you got it all. And his son was Joey Trevor. Family, yeah. And Al wasn't LeBlanc. the girl from uh, those Kevin Smith movies, was she... She like liked Matt LeBlanc and yeah, Joey. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's well, it. always confused Joey. with the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like the yeah, other she one. Looks like yeah. the other one. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, ah, no, that's not her. Yeah, she was in uh, Empire Records, which I liked a lot too. But uh, now, top of the heap, I short lived. <laughs> that was not on uh, very one long. season. <laughs> yeah, it was not on a very long time. <laughs> and I think each of the people from Married with Children made like one appearance, but oh, they didn't yeah, yeah. all appear together. No, um, but the but it was great. Like Joey had a little thing with Kelly Bundy, right? So you know, she that made was one appearance. Happen, yeah, you know. But uh, the guy who played his father was awesome. He was like, 
I have to I have to pull up the picture for that. But top, th- this guy was just the perfect guy they could have ever cast. Maybe the best casting job of all time. Yeah, haven't thought about top of the heap in a while. Yeah, in there he is. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm almost positive. He's the dad from Blame It on Rio. Yeah, he is. Oh, definitely. He definitely is yeah. the dad. Yeah, he's the dad from Blame It on Rio. No question. No question. And it's one of the all-time great movies. Blame It on Rio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Matt LeBlanc doing very Matt LeBlanc things. Michael Caine's most underrated uh, performance. I'm actor Michael Caine. That's my Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Michael Gannon impression. You like? It's not bad. I, need to, I think you need a little more. But no, that's it's, all I can do. Bad. All I can really say is his name, like him. Uh, all right, what else you got? Uh, who set the record for most words in a song with their 2003 hit "Rap God"? Kanye. Think about who talks really fast to get the most words in. Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. Eminem. Eminem. Good for him. Yeah. He's yeah. up like 4,000 words in, in, in one song or something insane. I, I appreciate that. Um, we got we got a couple of uh, good ones here in the uh, in the entertainment round that I'm going to give you. Let's see. These are all ones you know, but it's like stuff that's coming around that we just got to get back in there this year. So uh, I'll start you off with this one. What game show hosted Adam Sandler's character Happy Gilmore Attack? Barker. Bob Barker. Good old Bob Barker. Gotta love Bob Barker. I'll uh, I'll piggyback. I'll give you two in a row. Okay. What was Michael Jackson's pet monkey's name? All right. Bubbles? Bubbles the Chimp. Nice. Gotta right. get Bubbles the Chimp in the quiz every once in a while, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, there you go. What else you got? Uh, who played Chandler's dad on the TV series Friends? Who played Chandler? Kathleen Turner. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of my all-time favorite episodes. Can I go uh, what actor played Chandler's dad on Friends? Because they do call themselves actors. You know, like when they say, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. All right, dude, give me one more and wrap it up because you're looking at your watch. No, no, no. I was uh, I was trying to think, like, can they call themselves actors? That's what I'm oh. reacting to more more than anything else. Um, I'll give you one more. All right. We'll, we'll get out of here on this, uh, on this note here. Um, what happened to Kathleen Turner, by the way? That she could qualify to play Chandler's dad. <laughs> Wasn't was, she like a sex symbol at some point? There was also something funny in that. Like, I forgot what it was, but Chandler's dad, um, he, he was in some sort of, like, male drag queen show or something. And the whole joke was uh, what the name of the show he was in was something about law. We've asked it in the Friends quiz before, and it's hilarious. But there's something like uh, something instead of Viva Las Vegas. Uh, oh, I, I got to look it up. I got to look it up. I got to figure this out. Uh, All right, I can fill some time with something. Did you ever see Californication? Yeah, of course. The bald dude. Do you remember the the side plot where he worked for Kathleen Turner, and she would like force him into vaguely? <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. Thinking, uh, like, wasn't she a, a heartthrob uh, opposite Michael Douglas in eighties movies? This should have come up right away. Well, she was in Romancing the Stone. Right. That was the uh, one I'm thinking of. Jewel of the Nile. Right. And then War of the Roses. So those were the three that they made, but she was in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I literally almost just accidentally deleted the entire podcast by hitting the wrong button on a thing, but somehow the computer was able to save it. 
Good for us. <laughs> all I'll just, say. All because I'm just trying to figure out the name of Chandler's dad's uh, show. Viva Las Vegas. There you Viva go. Viva Las Vegas. There you go. Wow. Chandler's dad. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Anything to end on that's not uh, Viva Las Vegas. So I'll give you, I'm going to give you the last one that I've got. Jerry Lewis movie Nutty Professor introduced us to what substance? Flubber. Flubber. Last answer of today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. All right, that'll do it for us. Sorry to be rushed. Sorry. Next week we will be less rushed without as many meetings and not doing this uh, podcast. On a Friday. On a Friday. (laughs) as late in the night. (laughs) But uh, that is it for Nick. Uh, My name is Drew. We will see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Stay on this phone and don't hang up for me. I can. I have plenty of energy to drive over there.
she was good. God, what was the name of the uh, 